is Conversations on Ministry. I'm your podcast host, Julie Taylor, coming to you from Meadville Lombard Theological School in Chicago. In this episode, I have the honor to speak with Dr. Kate Lassiter, Senior Director of Lifelong Learning at Meadville Lombard. Our conversation focus is the Leadership Institute for Growth, Healing, and Transformation, or LIGHT, and its programming for fall 2022. Well, I am stoked to be having this conversation today with Dr. Kate Lassiter uh, here from Meadville Lombard's new program, Light. I'm going to let you, uh, uh, Kate, I'm going to let you give an introduction and give us a little, give us a little piece because Light is a brand new program of Meadville Lombard. Help me out here. Tell me about it. It is. Oh my gosh. It's so good to be with you, Julie. Thank you so much for inviting me to be here with you today and to share a little bit about Light and uh, everything that we have going on. Yeah. So um, I came to Meadville Lombard about nine months ago, and my charge was to begin an institute for leadership. Uh, we came up with the idea of a leadership institute for growth, healing, and transformation. Um, and we're just continuing to grow. That's the acronym LIGHT. I just want that to lift that light. up, right? Right? Yeah. So it's yeah. The, say it again so we get the, the acronym the down. The Leadership Institute for Growth healing and transformation. Love it. Light. All right. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I think the name really says a lot about who we are and what we think is important and what we want to be and do in the world. Um, so, you know, I know that one of the most important programs that we've got out there has already fully enrolled. We've got programs coming up in the fall, um, a conference, we've got Al training, but you know, some of this is, um, uh, just so needed and necessary for yeah. religious professionals. You without know? a doubt, without a doubt. So before, because I definitely want to talk about those programs that are coming up the fall, but before then, I'm just interested, especially because you're kind of new to this community. How did you get into lifelong learning? <laughs> a series of, of blessings or unfortunate <laughs> mistakes, depending on <laughs> how you interpret things. No. Well, in hindsight, um, right? How do, how, do we inter- how do we make meaning out of things after we've experienced them, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that, that I could have ever expected this when I finished um, a doctoral program. So, you know, I finished a PhD in 2012 from Vanderbilt. Um, my area was in religion, psychology, and culture. And I know you and I share that, that mm-hmm. kind of particular area and emphasis. Um, and then also in theology and practice. So thinking about practical theology. And then I, I also had this other piece where I was really interested and had been doing work for a ton of time in service learning, community engaged learning, place-based learning, community research and action. So really thinking about how to, you know, make the things that we do in the classroom, the assignments, the research really have impact on the ground, right? Um, and equipping people with that, you know? Um, I spent six years teaching primarily undergrads and doing a lot of that work. And then it felt like it was really just time for me to to start moving into a place where I was working more directly with people who are preparing to be ministers and training for that. And I mean, ministry in the biggest and broadest sense, right? So um, we use that term so much as a catch-all, but I just want to make really clear that we're thinking in a big and broad way about religious professionals, yeah. um, people who may be ordained, people who may have um, you know, uh, who might be called, but, uh, don't have ordainable bodies. That's mm-hmm. another piece of this and thinking mm-hmm. about that and, or just aren't recognized by traditions in certain ways. Right. Sure. Well, and also, right. 
lay leadership, right? That's also part oh, of what yeah. Light's going to do is is where the pieces for later lay, lay leadership and and bringing bringing training, education, bringing uh, spaces for expanding uh, what may be useful and needed, especially in this big time of transition within organizations and congregations, certainly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially as a lay person, I really think that that's so key and critical, right? Yeah. Um, uh, that there are, and we need people who are who are committed to the growth of of um, our liberative movements. Who, um, you know, may not feel like they need to be pastoring full time or pastoring in a way that's 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 seen and recognized um, in the ways that's traditionally been handed down, right? Um, so yeah, so I, I came into that and um, over time it just became really, really clear that that part of the work that we had to do was to to think through different kinds of systems that we have and think about really how to make theological education accessible. So that's really where I'm coming at this is that, you know, lifelong learning light as an institute is really about thinking about and doing theological education in a new kind of way, in a unique way. It's exciting because, yeah. you know, the, the continuing education for those who are ordained or or in one way or another commissioned, right? So that piece for continuing learning, for that lifelong learning, not that, oh, you got your MDiv and then you're done, you don't have anything else more that you need to do, that aspect of it. And also these other pieces around uh, other, like you just mentioned, other ways to connect religious education, educate religious professionals continuing lifelong learning there and this idea around you know where do lay people need additional tools yeah. right in these transitional times too and and setting up you know future and where i love where kind of light is positioned to also be anticipating uh the changes within uh within our communities moving into the future too and y'all are really positioned that way to be able to help navigate those uh these new times and the needs yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going to need a different set of tools yep. than what we've had previously. Yep. All of really us are. the truth of it. Yeah. Yeah. All of us from, from the, you know, yeah, from all these different places. So with, with those ideas in mind, so let's talk a little bit about what's happening because this is really the kickoff. The fall is the kickoff of light and the programs. So let, let's hear a little bit about what's going on this fall. Yeah. Well, I would lift up two specific things that we have going on that people are welcome to join us. Um, the first is we've got this post-imperialism conference that mm. is um, happening and it's happening both online as well as we'll have one day in Chicago. So people who are in Chicago land, uh, come on down. We'd love to see you. Um, it's October 6th through 8th and uh, we're bringing together, this is, um, we're doing it with um, the uh, international office um, of the Unitarian Universalist Association. And it's just been so fantastic to be in partnership with them. Um, we're gonna have leading theologians and scholars and activists um, and clergy, people who are on the ground and doing work to really think about how do we um, decolonize ministry, honestly, mm -hmm. and in mm -hmm. some ways like decolonize ourselves, right? Because all of this is personal work yeah. as much as it's organizational work. Yeah. Um, yeah. If it doesn't start, if it doesn't start with with the personal, if it doesn't start with us and changes for whoever we are in whatever ways we're navigating that, it. I mean, talk about if we go into Bonhoeffer, right? There's cheap grace. Like it's it's going to be it's going to be window covering rather than actual changes to structures. So yeah, yeah, it makes Absolutely. sense. That's great. Absolutely. 
so that's uh yeah so it's coming down the road and coming down pretty quickly um you know we'll have some uh i mean i it, all of our all of our panelists are great all of our um uh, keynote speakers are going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, Lisa Pratt, who just recently joined the Pacific School of Religion, will be one of our keynote speakers. Mm. Um, Tink Tinker will be one of our, mm. our panelists as well, who's been doing this work for such a long time. He's oh, such so, an elder. So I was going to say, so many of us have read and read and read, yeah, his, his work over the years. That's really, that's really exciting. Yeah. Um, we've got a colleague of ours in mm -hmm. pastoral theology, um, Mindy McGarrah Sharp, uh, who's been doing work around decolonizing yeah. pastoral theology for a long time and yeah. really thinking through listening and care practices. Neat. And she'll be um, she'll be doing some teaching, uh, some workshopping for us and and just a whole bunch of other folks. So um, we have it up on the website. That's the good news. So if you are going to navigate to the website and I'm sure we can make a little link to this in the yes. podcast. Yes, there will um, be a link in the show notes. All these pieces, <laughs> I guarantee we will have links to the show notes uh, in the show notes for all of these to make that easy. Thank you. Yeah. 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 So it'll be there. Um, I think the, go ahead. I was just gonna say that. And so again, I just want to, I just want to reiterate, this will be available. The material will be available. The content will be available uh, in a, in an online format. So people can, can engage wherever they are. And for one of the days there's also an option if you're local to be able to get that con to be able to come in person for a for a piece of it and is the, yeah. the pieces that are in person is that all that material also going to be available virtually yes okay so if you're if you're at a distance you can get all of the content wherever you are but if you also happen to be somewhere within uh and you want to come to chicago great place to come beautiful <laughs> it's gonna be beautiful in october uh uh, you can come and, and join us at the new, at our new space too. Uh, at, at our, our new space. At our new space and engage our new space too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And um, it's a, there's a registration cost, but it's sliding scale. Beautiful. Yep. Beautiful. So what else is going um, on? We've got, uh, well, I'll just mention this as kind of a, um, a preview actually to, to next spring, mm -hmm. just thinking about that post-imperialism. We've, we've also got a course that will follow up with some of that. So just keep that on your mind if you're more of a course person and not as much of a conference person, so. Oh, that's um, great. Okay, so yeah, yeah bookmark that, keep, keep get onto the website and bookmark the website so that in the spring you can go back and find out uh, about that course through light. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then the second thing that we have going on this fall that I just would love to lift up is we're doing our whole lives, um, a, a facilitator training. So, and this just feels like so important thinking about healthy sexuality and boundaries and bodies and our relationship with bodies and teaching and getting that message out, right? Like we have all this stuff that is coming out with reproductive justice, especially yep. after the courts overturned Roe. Yep. And, um, you know, we here in Illinois are seeing it already in different ways, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're seeing churches that have been vandalized because of their support for, for Roe ex and expressed outwardly. Yep. Um, colleagues who, you know, work in healthcare, who are seeing people come across the borders, um, the state borders that is. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. Uh, in order to to receive medical care and um so we know that that is not the end of sexuality right um but it's uh it's one of these like really sticky thorny places where if we're able to educate and talk about these things and equip adults to even be able to talk about sexuality right i mean 
And so this particular owl training is this is for this is facilitator training for the young adult, adult and older adult our whole curriculum. life's curriculum. Yep. So that's what this one is for. Cause I know there's different, there's different um, age groups for this, but this specific one that's coming up, it looks like November 11th through the 13th. And this is an in-person in Chicago, right? Yes. This is in-person. This is in-person okay. in, in Chicago. Person in Chicago. But this is going to cover uh, the young adult curriculum, adult and older adult owl curriculum. Yeah. Timing wise, this is very timely and important to, like you say, equip, not just have an understanding, but even have being able to, uh, to feel more confident in conversations, in advocating, in just being able to 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 name, talk about, articulate um, important pieces around sexuality, anything about sexuality. It's, sometimes it's such a hard thing to talk about. And we're not, again, this is just around for adults, right? Not even just how do I tell my kids about things, but how do I talk to other adults about this at a time right now, and certainly in this nation's history, when we need to be able to have conversations, advocate, talk, speak out uh, in really important, crucial ways that are life-saving or potentially, you know, um, the stakes are pretty high. The stakes are pretty high. Um, so us having more people that are equipped to do that, boy, this timing on this couldn't have been, couldn't have been better. So November 11th to 13th, that's all. We'll put links to that also in the, in the show notes. So our right, whole thanks. lives, uh, uh, comprehensive, uh, lifespan, lifespan sexuality education curriculum, really important, really important for this facilitator training, facilitator yeah. training. It's a three day one. It's a full training. I mean, I, it, it's an, this is great. It's great material, great curriculum. If you're not familiar with it, wow. Get familiar with OWL. It's great stuff. Yeah. And it's something that belongs everywhere, right? So yeah. we have people who are teaching it inside of their congregations, but we also have folks who might be doing it in the community. So gathering people together and working this curriculum through in a community setting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is there there's such broad range. And again, the time is now. Broad need for this. Need for this too. Absolutely. Right. So absolutely. those are those are kind of the two, those are two uh front burner timing. I can't believe where we are in the, you know, it's already we're already almost into to fall here. So these are definitely things that are coming up quickly. It's exciting. It really is. It really is. Yeah, I mean, I, the way that the community has just embraced the concept of lifelong learning is just has been an overwhelming positive response and um and and we're just we're just getting to it you know this is to be able to start and kick off this fall with these programs and i don't know if you want to mention some of the other pieces that are involved in light because there's other programs that are that are bigger just to to put a little pin in that and we can we can follow up with some of that stuff later too yeah so those are just two of the programs mm -hmm. um that are open to anyone to take mm -hmm. um we also have a spiritual direction certificate that we kicked off this year when mm -hmm. we fully enrolled two cohorts so you know if you're thinking about spiritual direction uh take a look and think about that for fall 2023 um uh and then the other piece of this is the FOSS Collaborative yeah. has been doing this work for a long time. Yep. Um, and uh, the Institute is is here to support their work too. So yeah. we've got beloved conversations that is happening. Um, registration, I believe, was just extended through September 2nd, so through next week okay. um, for a within. It's a 12-week course that really begins to examine um, white supremacy culture and racial injustice and think about the implications. Um, uh, at the personal level as well as the larger systemic level, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's really exciting. 
It is. And even if, so even if you hear this podcast later and maybe that particular uh, cohort is closed, that the beloved, beloved conversations pieces are ongoing. So even if this cohort, you missed the deadline for this one, this will, that will come around and we'll make, you know, the, those uh, availability for that is ongoing on a, on a rolling basis. So that won't be over, over if you miss that one, another one will come around and we'll make sure that gets in the, the beloved conversations website gets up in the show notes too. So keep yeah, track great. of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is exciting. I can't wait to have some more conversations, maybe get a little more in depth on some of these, uh, some of these details later, but uh, wow, exciting stuff, exciting stuff. There's so much, I mean, I love light as the acronym, as the, uh, uh, for this idea around lifelong learning, but also the, the growth, healing and transformation, yes. those pieces of what this is. Cause this really, if we're not doing this work to transform and to change, then I don't know what we're doing it for. I don't know what we're doing it for. I mean, and the healing part is is often a huge part of it, right? With growth, typically uh, is not comfortable. So at least it it really, yeah, I mean, it just growth often comes with uh, pain. And so that healing part into transformation, it's such a beautiful, uh, the, the acronym with these really beautiful concepts and important concepts that are not just about, boy, it's just not about, it's not about thinking about it all the time. It's actually change. We're not going to, we're not just going to think our way into this. If we don't change, just thinking alone isn't going to do it. We've got to do these other pieces so that we're equipped to do that work. That's going to, that growth is going to require some kind of change, which is often painful and definitely uncomfortable if not. So where's that healing? Where's the support for that? And then the change that, that we need to be uh, in order to see, in order to, uh, to envision in order to imagine in order to engage for something bigger so i love yeah. it yeah i mean i think you hit the nail on the head we we've been talking about programs but this is about community mm -hmm. it is about um about the need for community to support us as we go through these things yeah um, and uh yeah, yeah. Change, change change can be scary and and difficult certainly we know it's difficult but it can also be scary it can be alarming but doing it with community makes the difference. Typically, it makes a difference. Even if even if you're an introvert, this but having some kind of community and how how you can tap in that we're not alone in any of this work, it, mm -hmm. it's just more likely to have lasting change. If we're Absolutely. not trying to do this stuff on our own out of our own heads. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ultimately, it helps us live us live each of us to live more deeply into our vocations. Right, being called to community and called from a community, and that mm -hmm. is. That is, uh, that's salvific, right? Without um, a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. Well, thank you for this. I look forward to more conversations. This has been great. Everybody, we're going to take take a look. Make sure you're con or, uh, get connected with those web with the websites that I'm going to put in the uh, in the show notes. Uh, so connect with those uh, uh, to get a grasp and, and connect with that. And so you can really find uh, your way to light here, the program, the programs, and the community that uh, that this lifelong learning community is really going to bring. It's exciting. Thank you. Thanks, Julie. I really appreciate being here. Thank you for listening. Many Windows Conversations on Ministry is a production of Meadville Lombard Theological School. Theme music is Destination by Just Thea. This episode is produced by Julie Taylor, and as always, a special thank you to Tomo Hilbo.